Welcome to the Wealthy Woman Podcast, where we share our opinions on hot topics relating to personal development, work, mindset, and expectations put on women. We also sometimes interview your favorite women influencers, founders, and corporate baddies and get the raw, uncut stories behind what they had to endure and grow through to become the version of themselves that we admire today. I'm your host, Donnie. And I'm Gabby. Now let's Let's get get wealthy. Welcome back to the Wealthy Woman Podcast. Today we're going to be interviewing Instagram, TikTok influencer, Jordan Nicholson, who is also a wife and mother of two. Yes, Gabby is ready to get this over with because she is sleepy, y'all. But we just interviewed Jordan and shout out to her. It was a really great interview. I think you guys are going to enjoy this. Um, mm. She has a lot of gems that she's dropping on this episode. So please get your notebook, your notepad ready um, cause I would be taking notes if I were you. She's so sweet and knows so much. Like, yeah, we'll put you on game for life. Yes. Yes. Help you save a lot of money. Yes. That too. And get you right. <laughs> right. And all the things you need. Yes. All the things you need. You're going to get your life with this episode. Even if you're not trying to be an influencer, I would still listen mm-hmm. because we ourselves are not trying to be influencers, but she gave us a lot of good information and we're going to be utilizing it. I'm going to be watching this back as well. Yeah. Cause now I'm kind of down to be an influencer. Low key, low key. Um, <laughs> I don't know how I would do it as an influencer, but you know, yeah, but she was just saying how you can like easily incorporate it with whatever you're already doing. If yeah. you, you know, she's like, everybody should be getting brand deals. And I agree. Monetize your life. Okay. Get paid. Get paid. So Get paid. listen to this episode. <laughs> Y'all, she's I delirious. I keep adding songs into everything. Into everything. <laughs> Anyways. Listen to this episode, get paid. We hope you enjoy it. Oh, also, please like, comment, subscribe, comment. Oh, whatever. Like, whatever comment, she's subscribe. Say. Tell your friends about us. Repost it. Yes, we appreciate all of the love and support. Oh, and make sure to text us questions. Yes, text to us the questions. number right here. Yes, because we will. We when we do our cocktail hour, we're not going to do it on this episode. But when we do our cocktail hour, please text us at this number. Um, it'll be in the description box if you're listening to this on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. But text this number and text us your questions so we can answer them during, um, what is it called? During cocktail hour. Cocktail hour. I was about to call it happy hour. Girl. Anyways, let me go to bed. <laughs> Anyways, listen to Jordan. Here we go. So we are here with Jordan Nicholson. I am super excited to have you on the show. We both are. Um, she is an influencer that we love on social media, but Jordan, would you mind telling us a little bit about yourself to get yeah, started? Yeah, sure. Well, thank you so much for inviting me on today. I'm honored, but I am a, I'm a social media coach and I'm also a content creator slash influencer, um, call it whatever you want, but, um, my main form of, you know, income is, teaching other people how to make money through brand partnerships and then partnering with brands myself and making money from working with them. So that is what I do. I love that. Okay. So what made you even begin doing that? Well, okay. So in 2017 or 18, I got my first big girl job and fresh, fresh out of college. And well, not so much fresh out of college, but it was just my first big girl job that paid well and whatnot. And I got laid off and I'm like, what in the world? (laughs) So that was like the first time I had to like really think about what am I going to do for money? So 
I applied, 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 finally got another job. And I was like, yes, God, an open, God opened another door for me. So I did that. I worked at a graphic design company for a couple months and then I got laid off again. And I'm like, literally, I'm not getting fired. This is like the department or the whole company shutting down. And so I am a believer. I'm a Christian. I love Jesus. And I'm like, God, like, what are you trying to tell me? Like, why do you keep shutting these doors? It was so frustrating. And I did not know where to turn. Then <laughs> the unexpected happens. I find out I'm pregnant. And so at that point, my husband, he had just started his new job working at a car dealership and he wasn't doing that well. He's not the best car salesman because he's a pretty honest guy, I always say. <laughs> um, so we're like, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? And so I told him, I was like, listen, I'm just going to go all in. I'm going to go all in and I'm going to do all things social media. I am going to put my heart, pour my heart out into this industry and it, things just started happening. I started reaching out to brands and asking if they wanted to partner and collaborate with me. And it worked. It worked. So that's pretty much how I got started. And here we are today. And yeah. I love that. Your your story is very similar to mine because the same is thing Is it really? Oh my gosh. The job thing. Um, I was laid off. Well, the first time I was fired because they didn't want <laughs> in 2018. My first, like I had a, another job at the beginning of that year and they fired me because of my business that I had on the side. And the second really? one, yeah. And then the Hate second me. one, they took me off. Um, and at that point I kind of did the same thing. I was just like, okay, God, what are you wanting me to do? Cause clearly right. this is it. <laughs> Seriously. So I yeah. I love that you decided to go that route. Um, yeah. yeah. So, okay. Now, as far as you doing that though, like when you took that leap of faith, how how long did it take for you to get to a place where you like replace your income from your job? Yeah, no, that's a great that's a great question. So one thing that I, I don't always tell this part of the story is that I have knowledge in social media, like so managing, creating content, all that. So I was actually kind of promoting myself to different people, different creators and also different brands. And I, I just, every month I'd be like, okay, how much do I need to make? How much do we need to make to get by? Okay, so I'm going to reach out to five different companies and see if they'll work with me and I'll create content for them. At that point in time, when I first, when I first, you know, got laid off and had to figure things out, I wasn't necessarily thinking like, oh, I can be an influencer. It was like a few months down the road where I'm like, okay, hold on. I'm making all this content for other people. What if I was like the face and I created content for them, but I was, but I put myself in it. Um, but it, so I would say it took a good, it took a couple months, but when I started seeing big money, it took a couple years. God. It took, yeah, it took, a, it took a couple years. Yeah. So but there's like, money out here. <laughs> you were like, like user generated content before it was cool, basically. Basically. But you know, it, it, it's so interesting. One thing I always say, people are like, oh, what should I charge? I even saw, um, like I got an email and they're like, uh, we're, we will pay $250 for a video. And, and I'm like, hold on. I am working as a video, like producer, create creator, and I'm an influencer. So you're not only getting my creativity, but I'm working as a, like a TV production company, right? You would be paying a TV production company, thousands to make a commercial for you. And on top of that, I have influence. So no, you're not going to lowball me. You know what I mean? So it's funny with this user generated content, like 
I, I feel like I've been hearing a lot about it more recently. Um, and more people are like tapping into that, but it's just like people, I feel like people are really getting lowballed, honestly. Yeah. So what would you suggest for someone starting out? Like what would um, be advice to them? I would say don't, you, you need to remember your worth, but also like you've got to start somewhere. I was doing gifted stuff. Like I, I did gifted stuff. I would get like a hundred dollars in a gift or like, you know, the product. Um, sometimes even today I will take the product, but you have to set boundaries. So what are your boundaries? Is it like, you know, if, if it's a product you don't need or you don't want, are you going to do the work? Like, you know what I mean? It's, it's really, I made a list of everything that I want, everything I need for my house. And if it's on that list, I'll either take a, take it as a gift or take it as, you know, um, as product exchange. Yeah. And so like a new, we just got a new bed and we got like new sheets and pillows and stuff that was on our list. We were already going to spend over three, $3,000. So we got it for free. So that was easy for me. That was an easy, yes. That was a nice exchange, even though there wasn't compensation. So if it's like putting money back in your pocket, then I say do it. Um, but if it's something that's just kind of like a, a mindless, like, I don't know, something you don't really need, like a lip gloss or something, it's like, no, you got to pay me for that. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Yeah, that, that used to always get me because um, I used to do like some influencer work and that would always get me when brands would be like, we're going to send you all of our lip glosses from our new collection. And I'm like, I, don't I didn't ask for those. I didn't ask for those. A bunch of clutter at the end of the day. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> I like it. Like pointless. Sorry, I had a... Yeah. I had a... <laughs> <laughs> whoa <laughs> what happened it just totally zoomed me in oh my gosh okay well i i needed to uh plug plug my laptop in sorry y'all but um yeah so i would just say set boundaries early and once you do that everything will be so much easier um another example of that is because i am a christian there are certain brands that I probably shouldn't work with, you know? Um, and so depending on like, if you're, let's say you're um, a married woman, are you going to be promoting something that isn't aligned with being a married in a monogamous relationship, you know? So you have to set your boundaries early on. I've had so many dildo companies reach out to me and yeah. I'm like, I, I shared my testimony of like getting delivered from an addiction of masturbation and pornography. Yeah. So what do I look like sharing that with all these people when they were in my DM saying that they were struggling with the same thing just right. for some money? You know what I mean? Just for just for a dildo and some money that so that like that would that would have crossed the line for me. So yeah. I think that is so important for people to really establish their boundaries and it's going to be to each their own. Whatever your boundaries are, it could be totally different from mine. And that's totally fine. Yeah, no, you're you're totally right on that. And I think for a lot of people, they get caught up in the numbers and mm -hmm. thinking, yeah. well, at least I'm getting a yeah. brand or at least and someone's offering this. Yeah. yeah. But it's just like, but, and, and that's another thing just with boundaries in general is in order to have a boundary, you have to know what your hard no's and hard yeses are mm -hmm. in the first place. Like you have to walk into it knowing what you want. So I like that Absolutely. you said that you have a list for your house. I love mm -hmm. that. Yes. That but you're like, a lifestyle creator. I mean, content creator. <laughs> yes. Yes. But honestly, you as like a business creator, you can do that the same thing. So I even went as far as like writing down the places that I want to travel. So for my last last year's birthday, we were going to go to um, Asheville, North Carolina. Carolina. Mm -hmm. And I found this like 
outdoor spa and like some restaurants I wanted to try, hotels. And I just like reached out to everybody. We like barely came out of pocket for anything. Like everything, the spa was free, everything. And all I did was like, just make little clips. I was like, all right, I'm going to dedicate like 15, 20 minutes to content creation and I'm going to relax for the rest of the time. And that's literally how we got, we got to try all this amazing food, drinks, everything for free. <laughs> so yeah. when it com- yeah. <laughs> yes, when it comes to like writing down the things that you want and you need, like dream big because there are brands and companies out there that need content. They need somebody yeah. to say, oh, I just went to this restaurant and their bruschetta was just so good. Like they need that. That's yeah. helpful for, for the brands. And it doesn't, it doesn't cost them much to, to, yeah. you know, to give us a free service. You're right. Okay. Yeah, we need to start thinking about that. Yes, yes. And also think about the think about the money that's already going out of your pocket. So I don't know about you, but I just started like getting facials. So best believe I don't pay for facials. I'm not paying for like the drips, like when you go get um, the drip hydrations, like mm-hmm. think about every little thing, your hair. I see you, you got, you got braids, Gabby. I see you girl. Like, Donnie, you got highlight. I love your hair. Both of you guys. <laughs> Who's watching that wants to sponsor this game? Yes, listen. So, okay, I, I'm. I know we, we don't. I don't want to stay here too long, but I really want people's eyes to be opened. I really yeah. want. I really, really want like some long Kim K hair, like that, like really long, right? Beach wave. So I reached out to like six different weave companies that were like rated like top ten in Vogue or something. Yeah. And one of them got back to me and we're in negotiation right now. And I pitched them. I was like, listen, I'm my, my idea is going to a tropical island to shoot your content. Are you down? And they're like, yes. So like, I, I just, I want to say that. Wow. So you're no, not like, oh my gosh. There's yes. a, okay, the hair that I'm wearing right now, I actually did a video on TikTok on them. And they have oh, gotten yeah? this from it and they keep reposting it on their story. So I need to reach did out you, to them. They can't. I, I for that or I don't I don't think they can oh they're reposting it if they posted it as themselves they can't do that really you okay. know they can't do that if they take your video and they post it as the as their own no yeah. they have to pay you I would reach out and be like hey I see you got I'm doing a whole coaching session right now but oh, I would say hey I, I, <laughs> I would say hey I see that you guys love this video of mine mm-hmm. would you like to purchase it we can, you know, you can use it on your own page. I see you love it. You know yeah. what I mean? No, yeah. yeah. And, and I think they loved it because they don't have a lot of people making content on the blonde hair that they sell. So mm. it was like, they, and people, that's the thing. I didn't even know they were reposting it. My friends were telling me, see? oh yeah, I saw them keep reposting your video. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That, see, that shouldn't even be, that, that shouldn't even be a thing. They should have already paid you for, a rep- yeah. for reposting. You know what I mean? But yeah. that's awesome. That's awesome. I was just going to say I was going to reach out to them and see if we could work together. Yep, absolutely. I I need to ask them for my check, too. Yes, yes, girl. And more hair. Yes, let me know how that goes because (laughs) that's very promising. Yeah, very. Yeah, because their hair is not cheap either. And so a lot of people – because initially this – right now I made it into clip-ins, but initially it was like a sew-in that I had done. And oh, wow. everyone was crazy over it. And it, whether I was in person or online, oh, everybody was asking questions about this hair. Yes. Like, oh, it's beautiful. Oh, so I, 
I'm sure that I know for a fact because people have told me that they would have bought the hair. Yeah. So That's whatever what I- you paid, whatever you paid, if they sent you three packs of whatever, yeah. you know, if you got three or four people, it would have been worth it. You know, for yeah. them. Exactly. That's so, why they probably kept reposting it because yeah, because people loved it. They're yeah. making money. They're making money off you, girl. And that—that's the part that's like just like we've got to charge our worth because of that. People yeah. are making money off your face, off your likeness, off of your creativity and your style. And we have yeah. got to monetize it. We've got to monetize ourselves. You're right. Wow. Okay. Wow. I'm just gonna rethink my whole life after this. <laughs> Go make a list of everything that we use and what yes. we do. Yes. And how we can be sponsored. No, yep. literally. That's what we're doing. So I feel like a yep. lot of girls, like when we're younger and you go out and you're like, I'm not paying for my drinks. Like I'm gonna go yeah. out and have a drink. Oh yeah. Exactly. Our- exactly. Yeah. We need to like carry that same energy into our adult years. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, as far as um, – because you said you started off doing user-generated content, basically. Mm-hmm. What, do you, what do you think makes more sense for people to get into right now? Like regular influencing or doing user-generated content? That's a good question, and I don't know. I, I'm going to be honest. I really don't know the right answer um, because the brands that I've worked with, some of them I, I confront them or they confront me as a collaboration, but then they're like, oh, we don't need you to post. And I'm like, oh, Okay. Um, so I think either way you go is great, but there's something to be said about establishing your yourself, your face, and yeah. have like keeping like you know having a brand. So when people see you, they recognize you. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Now the most content they want your face in it, but I think it's good for people to know like, oh, I know I know that girl. Like I, this is her Instagram because yeah. with the user generated content I've done. They don't need, they don't use my name sometimes. It's like they literally just use my picture. Um, and other times they do use my name, but I've, I've seen it where they like just use my content and I want some credit for it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. No, that makes yeah. sense. Okay. But I, so, I don't, I don't have a solid answer for you on that. I would don't, you say I, it probably depends on the person and their style and stuff too? Well, yes and no. Um, Cause there's so many, there's so many different brands that need different, have needs for different things. I would say go all in and see what you can get. You know, if the, if the price is right, if it's a good product, you can stand behind, mm-hmm. do it. You know, I, I would say try to get in, get in the door with both. Okay. No. Yeah. That makes sense. That That's true. It's like, why, why not just try? Why both? not? Why not? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So what would you say is your strategy for monetizing? Do you monetize in just one way or do you try to monetize out in multiple ways? Um, so multiple ways. So um, like I said, I am a, I'm an influencer coach. So that's one way. But what I realized is that it's helpful for me to showcase that the fact that I am an influencer and I'm getting paid brand deals because then that pulls people in and they're like, oh, She's not just a coach. She's actually doing this as well. And it took me a while to realize that because I, I kind of leaned just solely into coaching and I kind of let go of some of the brand deals. And I realized like that's not going to make people want to work with me. They want to see my own results. They want to see me actually living this influencer life. Um, so I, I do have both of those streams of income. Um, I feel like that's pretty much those are like the two, the bulk, the bulk of what I do. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, those are the two ways that I monetize at this time. Now, I will say that there are a couple brands um, like affiliates, you know, like affiliate marketing. Um, but uh-huh. lately, I've, I've been a little bit frustrated by affiliate marketing because I we run into the same issue of it doesn't matter, like anything that I create, I need to be get, getting compensated for it, no matter if it converts or not, because that's work. That's my own creativity. It could it okay. could be the time of day. It could be the people aren't interested in that on that day, like literally people can be so fickle. So I don't necessarily think that just because you posted something and um, the conversions weren't where they should have been, I don't think that should take away from your worth or how much you should get paid because at the end of the day, you're creating content that they can use and that they can leverage. It's your own creativity. And again, going back to the TV production, you know, if, if they were to go pay a TV producer, company to go and create something like you, then why wouldn't they pay you the same thing or somewhere near it? You know what I mean? For sure. Um, I And so before I got into Wealthy Woman, I was an e-commerce coach. That's how people know me mainly. Yeah, and that yeah. was one of the biggest things I would always teach my students. I was like, when you're working with influencers, you don't always have to, like the end goal does not always have to be conversion because Really, at the end of the day, as the brand, it is still your responsibility to get the sale. There are so Mm -hmm. many factors Mm -hmm. involved in why why you didn't make a sale versus why you did. So it can't all be on the influencer either because it could be the website of the brand. It could be – there's so many different things that could factor into that. So I think um, just – for brands, if you if anyone's listening and they own a brand and they're trying to work with influencers, that's just something to keep in mind. You like you like you just said, you can always take that content and run it as an ad or utilize mm-hmm. it for something else later. It doesn't always have to just convert right away in order for it to be valuable. So right. yes, I, you should be compensated for that, and I like that you yeah. see it that way. Yes, have yes, you and have that mindset of like the confidence of asking for your worth, or did it take a while for you to? be like, no, this is what you need to pay me. Because I feel like a lot of times when people start out, they second guess themselves. And so I may be like, well, I don't really know if I'm worth them paying me this because I'm doing or, you know, my content may not be that good. Yeah. And so that that's a really good one, because then it also comes down to like comparing yourself to see if you are worth that caliber of work, you know, and you can fall into that comparison whole like well her content's a little crisper than mine and Mm -hmm. she it looks like she's making more money so am I really worth it or should I you know not be making this much um it definitely took me some time to like step into my worth when I updated my my camera when I learned how to make things look really good and and then compared some of my work to other creators I'm like I think I think I I should be paid a little bit more. Um, So definitely stepping into it. But, you know, when I hear some, some of my friends are even bigger creators than I am. And um, like one of my friends in particular in February, two two months into the new year, she already had made over $80,000 in brand deals. And so um, just, just hearing that. And then some of my other friends hitting a million dollars for the year in brand deals. It's like, Oh, okay. And then just, just, kind of like, you got to understand, like, be real with yourself. Like, where am I at? Like, what does my engagement look like? Are people invested in me? 
What's the quality of my content look like? And also right. like factor in the, the amount of time that you've put into this. If you've been doing this for years and you've been consistent and you've been steady and you haven't given up, you better put a dollar sign with that. That, that, that costs like that's yeah. Blood, sweat and tears. That's, that's a dollar right there. And um, so I would say that it definitely is practice. It's, it is knowing your worth and it is a struggle. It is a struggle because we compare ourselves and we're like, uh, am I good yeah. enough? I think that all the time I was creating content before this podcast. And I'm like, Ooh, is it, are people going to like think that this is good quality or are they going to like it? It's every time you just kind of got to push it past and, and keep going. No. Yeah. I totally understand. Okay. So just be honest. Okay. Be totally honest. Okay. Do you feel like, <laughs> do you feel like being an influencer is actually sustainable right now? Um, or do you feel like people need to try being an influencer on top of doing something else? So one thing that I don't like about this industry is the fact that. <laughs> yes, you can have a hug. <laughs> Shut the door. She said, Mama, can I have a hug? This... <laughs> um, one, one, one of the hardest things um, when it comes to the stability of being an influencer is the fact that a lot of these companies, like if you're doing like a wave of content, mm -hmm. you might not get paid for four months. That is hard. You know what I mean? It'll be a big check, <laughs> but you got to wait four months for the big check. And yeah. that, that piece is difficult. Um, which I'm, what I recently learned, you can negotiate when you get paid, which is helpful. Um, mm -hmm. but I would say that that is hard and it is helpful to have other streams of income. That is when my coaching comes in and I'm able to make money, you know, daily with coaching mm -hmm. instead of waiting those four months and relying solely on that big check. So yeah. I would say that it's smart. It, it's like, it's a no brainer. If you are a millennial or what are we, Gen Z? What? I don't even know. What, what are we? What are we? Gen X? X Z? X Z Y? We're millennials. I think we're millennials. Okay. Millennials. Okay. Millennials. Oh my gosh, y'all. <laughs> um, but I think that as millennials, it's so important. If you have an entrepreneur, you know, spirit, you should be an influencer. You should be getting paid brand deals if you're not afraid of the camera. And even if you are, you don't have to show your face. <laughs> you don't have to. You can show the product and be get creative with it. But if you have an entrepreneur spirit, you should be making money through brand partnerships. In addition to that, we should be doing other things. We should be finding other ways to make money online. And I know that you guys have figured out how to make money online too. Mm -hmm. Coaching is another great way. If you know anything yeah. about anything, monetize that, monetize your knowledge. And I know everybody's like selling a course, make sure you know what you're talking about and you've got some value to back you yeah. up. You know, we're not right. just selling crap, like <laughs> we're, we're yeah. gonna sell good stuff. Um, but I think yeah. it's important to have multiple streams and ways to make money as you're starting off. Now, once you hit a certain amount, um, I've noticed a lot of like management companies, they will so start signing people around a hundred thousand followers. Um, and that's not every manager, but once you get a manager, that's when life gets a little bit, I don't want to say easier, but they're finding you all the work. So you know that you're, you're making money every month. You don't have to go out and, and seek your, your money. So that, and yeah. that's, you know, that's what I'm working towards. I don't want to manage myself anymore. I'm, I'm ready for a, a manager, but starting yeah. out, um, I think it's good to have multiple streams until you get to that point where all of your money is like coming from partnerships. 
Yeah. No, that makes sense. That makes total sense. Okay. So do you, well, actually, Gabby, do you want to talk to her about yeah. this? I'm not a mom, so I'm going to let y'all okay. know. <laughs> do you find it difficult um, while also being a mom to be an influencer and trying to not like overexpose your kids or anything like that? No, it's so easy. It's the easiest thing I've ever done in my entire life. No, I'm just kidding. No, no. It is so hard. I pretty much anytime the camera comes out and my kids are like, they need to be in the content, I have a meltdown. There's not really a time that that doesn't happen. Um, today, we like I'm behind. So I had to shoot for like three different brands and the kids needed to be in one of those shoots. We went outside. It was 95 degrees. The mosquitoes attacked us. The kids were rolling around in their peanut butter and jelly sandwich. It was supposed to be a cute picnic. It was a mess. They got in the sandbox that's like has like a dirty sand. Like it was just, it was a mess. And it's not easy. It's not easy. And I haven't really run into the problem of like feeling like I don't want my kids to be seen online. I haven't had any weird stuff, praise God. Um, but if I did, I know I'd feel like a little, ooh. Um, but I try to be very careful about, you know, what I share about my kids. And I, I try to give some level of, of privacy to them. But then I also think of the moms out there who need like rawness and they need like the real, like this is not perfect. It is hard. My son just had a blowout diaper and there's poop everywhere. Like, you know, and that might embarrass him when he's older, but I think it's important for us moms to like make it through the day to hear other stories like, oh, she's, she's still going. She's still going. <laughs> Cause it is really, it's really, really hard. It is really, yeah. really hard. And I stay home with my kids all day. And then I'm a full-time entrepreneur. My husband gets to go and get away and work. And that's just like mind blowing. I'm like, yo, I should be getting paid to be a parent. Like yeah. I need to be getting paid. We pay babysitters. Why aren't you paying me? <laughs> like somebody pay me. <laughs> so yeah, it, it is hard. It's hard. There's nothing easy about it. And how old are both of your kids? My son is one and my daughter, she'll be three in a couple weeks. Oh, wow. Aww. So they're both yeah. really Yeah. One and three. Mm-hmm. And she started, she just, she came in here, she saw the camera and she was like, welcome to my channel. And I'm like, girl. <laughs> she, I was going to ask that if they yeah. show an interest in social media and all that yet. Yeah, she does. She does. She likes to like scroll through TikTok and luckily the algorithm's good. So like, as long as I'm watching things that are good. I won't have anything crazy pop up. So she'll scroll, yeah. scroll through and watch. Um, but we don't do that on Instagram. But yeah, no, she she really likes just to be in front of the camera. She'll be like, are we making a video today? So Aww. that's, yeah, that, it is good. But when the camera comes on, she's act, she's acting up. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think um, I think that sounds like a lot to juggle. And so the fact that you're even, because that's the thing with you, you're very consistent with your content. You don't, and do you have a team though? Do you, you don't have a team, do you? No. And I don't know why you think that I'm consistent. I'm like looking on Instagram, I'm like, oh, I haven't posted in two weeks. Like, uh. No, I, I mean like post on your stories every day. I, I, I try. post on either TikTok or Instagram at least. A once or twice or three times a week. Like, I've, I see you. Like, you're popping up. Thank you. Yeah. I, <laughs> I don't think, yes, yeah. of course, like, you, it's maybe not every single day, but like, that's even you doing that is I'm a lot. In people's faces. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. one in the world, I can 
Well, thank you. I'm 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 trying really hard. So it, it's nice to hear that you that I'm seen as a mom. That that means a lot. So if you have any mom friends who are content creators, just tell them that you see them because it feels good. I feel good right now. So Aww. thank you. But I, I set little goals for myself. Like I wrote, I'm going out of town this week um, mm -hmm. for the for the first time in a long time. I'm going to New York by myself, and I wrote, my goal is 15 TikToks by by Friday. And so I can repurpose those TikToks really? on my Instagram, <laughs> right? I can yeah. repurpose those. The hard part is like, I'm big on aesthetic. I like things that look good. And mm -hmm. um, so it's finding like, you know, finding the time to take pictures that will look good on my feed. Um, so yeah, but that I, I make little goals. I, I had that at 20 TikToks by Friday and I was like, okay, let's scale it down to 15. That's more doable. Yeah. And you don't want to reach too high because if you if you don't get it, you're going to be discouraged. Just set milestones that you know you can achieve every week. Yeah. No, that even that, though, the That's fact that you're doing 15, girl, I could barely do one or two a day. So. No, I <laughs> oh, no, listen. So one of the easiest things that you can do to like just have some content is if you have your makeup and your hair done and you have a cute outfit on. And even if you don't, if you just set up the camera and just like record yourself, like walking to the couch and reading a book, walking to the couch um, and drinking coffee or making like it doesn't it can literally be like five seconds. Those clips do really, really well. And it's just B-roll of you living your life. You're brushing your teeth in the shower. Or in, yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. So if you just record a bunch of those, you're good to go. It doesn't like we don't we overcomplicate it sometimes. Everything yeah. doesn't have to be like top notch, you know, right. we just, we just, right. sometimes you just got to get it done, especially for TikTok. It's more like quantity over quality. We don't mm -hmm. have to do all these crazy transitions to, to be seen and to get the views and to get the followers just show up. You're right. Yeah. And that's the thing too. Like even, even just that concept of showing up, it's like, it builds the habit you yes. know, so that you can just get into that habit of like just creating content consistently. And then as you build that habit and you get good at doing it consistently, mm -hmm. then you can refine it over time and get better and like make better quality content. But it's exactly. like get the habit now first. So I like that. I'm, I'm exactly. going to start doing that. Okay, y'all going to see me do it, girl. pouring coffee videos yeah, and walking out the house. Too. Yeah, you're right. I should. Because okay. you already take beautiful pictures. You know, you already do that. So like when you're taking those pictures, just set your phone up and like record <laughs> just a couple of seconds, you know, you're right. You got I'm it. it. Okay. No. And you know what? Actually, I did that this week. I was like, let me just do something real simple. And I literally yeah. two videos. One video, I was like just throwing money. And then <laughs> oh, I, saw that? I saw that you were like at the pool. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I like that one. That. And it did there so you well. Go. I'm like, oh, yes. Like this okay. Yes. We should make that once we get off of here. Do like three simple, yeah, like videos. three simple videos. Yeah, boom. There you go. Okay. Well, see, you're right. <laughs> you are giving us a coaching session. We need to send you money. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love, I love this though. It's what I do. How how has your content evolved over time? Like, what what do you have? What have you noticed performs best when it comes to lifestyle and family content that you put out? Yeah. Well, so first I'm going to bring up aesthetic. So I started off with a very neutral aesthetic. I used my same preset. I created a preset and I even sold that preset. Preset did well. Um, and then I kind of transitioned when TikTok, when, when I started like getting more traction on TikTok, I was kind of like in this, like, 
I had this bitterness towards Instagram. I'm like, screw you, Instagram. You're not pushing my content out. You don't care about me. You don't care about creators. I still don't have reels bonuses, but I'm yet I'm teaching everyone how to make reels and get paid for it. And I was just so, I was so bitter. So I stopped like posting or I start stopped posting content with my preset and I stopped caring about my neutral aesthetic. And um, so I'm in this like transition of like being more forgiving to TikTok and I mean to Instagram and coming, making my way back. Um, so my aesthetic has changed from neutral to kind of like colorful and just like crispy shots, not really caring what colors are in the image. Um, but I started transitioning more into family-ish content, more high-end high, high end, um, because I was like, I want to work with brands that have more of a budget. And I also want to work with brands that we need at home. And so we can make a list of all the things we want all day, but if they don't already see those types of con that type of content, then it's going to be really hard for like a Home Depot to be like, yeah, we'll send you a free lawnmower because they don't see any of the home stuff on your, on your, you know, on your feed. And so over time I have like kind of evolved to doing more like in home and like outside types of content. Um, I like to, um, like wear more, I guess, more sophisticated clothes, even though I am very much so a blue jean shorts sneaker type of girl. Um, but I, I wanted to level up and also attract a certain type of, you know, um, potential audience. student and audience. Yeah. I, I wanted to, I wanted to attract a certain type. And so that's why I kind of like leveled up. I had to level up to attract the le the people that are already leveled up. And did you do that because this audience that you're attract or you're wanting to attract, do they have more buying power? Is that why you switched or that, why that's, you wanted to attract them? That's a part of it, honestly. And so um, for a while, it, like when I was selling my course, my course was priced really low. And like even my mentor was like, this is just too low. But they weren't, it was like they, they weren't buying it. And I'm like, yo, this is this right here is good stuff. So I had to right. just totally change my verbiage. I had to change like what I was wearing because I was wearing a lot of t-shirts and shorts and stuff. And um, I had to show people, I had to show up like, you know, with a button up or like, you know, with some earrings and just look more sophisticated. And that started attracting a different crowd. And it started putting more money in my pocket, to be honest, it did. And that's not that like, I don't want to discriminate people that don't have as much money. But at the same time, like I'm going to make my money and I'm not going to do anything to make me make less like anyone's welcome. But I need to attract the people that have, you know, the buying power, like you said. Yeah, absolutely. I completely understand what you're talking about. Yeah. But what's crazy is I feel like with men, like mm -hmm. the, the guys that I know, that don't that sell courses they don't have to do all the the stuff that we do we have to no. present ourselves a certain way we have to the guys that i know they get on social media with a little baseball cap and the same little t-shirt yeah that's so oh my gosh that is so true they just know so much more like i've had clients like i had a listing and i told a client like you're listing it overpriced like we drop it to this number We'll get a lot more traffic. It's going to sell for more than what we're listing for. They wouldn't listen. Then they were like, we're just going to take it off the market and just think about it. Next thing I know, I see the house is under contract. They listed it with the guy. They listed it for the price I said, and it sold for exactly what I told them it would sell for. So I'm like, it's just, 
like no one takes your value. And I think also I was new as a realtor. So but I'm like, you're gonna ridiculous. like I know what I'm talking about. I'm never gonna like steer you wrong. Yeah. And if I'm not sure myself, I'm definitely gonna go ask someone else to not right. give you unvalued. Right. That is yeah. so so frustrating. I've and I've never really thought of what you said, Donnie, about like the baseball cap and stuff. But Gabby, yeah. that's like such a good like it's not good, but like just for you to bring that out right now, like that that hurts. But that's no, like yeah. the reality that we live in. And I think it just validates what you guys are doing with wealthy women, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, that's exactly it. Because I'm just like, most of this, like most of the content around, um, you know, your professional life and like, because with wealthy women, I always think about Forbes in comparison and like, that's where we're aiming to go. Mm-hmm. Um, with Forbes, the default perspective is from a man's perspective, Right. Um, yes, there are plenty of people that write articles on that site that are women, right? Not yeah. saying that there aren't. But as far as like the topics and um, the main things that are focused on, it's from a male's perspective. Yeah. And we as women, we experience, there's so much nuance to what we experience. So even something as simple as that, as you saying, I had to do all this stuff just to be able to charge more and to attract a certain yeah. audience to get these women to trust me. Whereas those same exact women that you're working so hard to attract, which we need to work on this as women, but they are going mm-hmm. to these men and buying mm-hmm. their program. And these mm-hmm. men have on t-shirts every day, some regular jeans and some sneakers. And they're not doing all of that to get them to purchase right. the course. They just right. trust what they're saying. They trust their expertise and they purchase it. And I know it's this crazy. to be true because I know people personally that have the same exact audience as women that try very hard and sell their courses and try to look beautiful and have all the brand yeah. shoots and all this stuff. I know women that are selling to the same exact audience as men that are be- being very simple <laughs> and making the same amount, if not more money off of the same audience. And so I think mm-hmm. that just, that says a lot about how even we as women view each other and how we move and spend our money and all of that stuff and the way that we invest. Yeah. And that's like, we yeah. need to really step back and consider that and, yeah. and what makes us believe that someone's credible and worth um, investing into, you know? Yeah. And yeah, it's a good point. And then, but as you're talking, I'm like, oh my gosh, I think I'm a part of the problem because <laughs> I spend money. Like when I look at your, when I look at y'all's page, I'm like, yep, I spend money with him. Like no question, wow. you know, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. like um, Laurel, do you know Laurel Lane? She does Facebook yeah. ads like her, like she'll, you know, in her, um, like in some of her ads and stuff, she's wearing a suit. She's walking yeah. like a boss. And I'm like, oh, uh-huh. because I think it's because. Amount of money on that. <laughs> on yeah. That and, yeah. And I, I think maybe it's because we want to look like that. Maybe we want that. We want, we see ourselves in a suit, being a boss next to a pool, holding money with our nails done. Like that's yeah. what we want. And I want. think that's probably, it's just psychological for us. And it, so it might not be as negative as we're thinking now that I'm thinking about it. I'm just like, yeah. I think I just want to look like you guys. <laughs> like that's yeah. the bottom line. We just want to be like you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. And I will admit when I don't post content like that, it does not do as well versus when I do. Everyone's like, ooh, you know? So, yeah, yeah. People say that they want authentic content. Yeah. But if you post yourself busted, you're definitely not going to get as many likes no. as right. you would. Exactly. If you were exactly. Oh, my gosh. It's a double-edged yeah. sword. It is. It is. And it's, it's layered. It's layered. 
Yeah, so layered. Goodness. But I love that you were able to like still figure that out. Um, and I think you said you had a coach or something that helped you figure that out. And then you made that transition and that helped with the evolution yeah. of the way you show up and how much money you're making and all that stuff. So I like that you even identified that. Though. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's funny. My coach is a man and he wears a baseball cap every day. <laughs> and, he, and, and he was... And it's funny because he was the one that was like, I don't think that has a lot to do with like, we just need to change like the voicing of, of, you know, we need to change the verbiage. And I was like, no, I think I need to change how I look. I think I need to change what I, like the outfits too. I was like, oh. yeah. So yeah. No, they never think like that because yeah. every, you're right. Every guy that I talk to that does the same thing, they're like, yeah. no, I say that I'm like, I can't show up looking like you. And they're like, why no. not? And I'm because I cannot. Like, I also feel like they say that, but then they'll also lead towards a woman that's put together. Like they're more like mm-hmm. all a woman that's put together. Yeah. Than that seems very yeah. No, yeah. absolutely. And I think when it comes to coaching, coaching yeah. specifically, that's yes. something that's like, oh no, I need I need her to be on point. Like she needs to be on point. Yes. She's teaching me. She's a teacher, professor. Mm-hmm. She needs to be on point. You know what I mean? So, yeah. oh sure. man, yeah, it's a psychological thing. Yeah, and tomorrow I'm gonna be um, selling something on my live, so I'm gonna wear a blazer. And- <laughs> there you go. See, at least we understand that. You know, at least we can we we understand the psyche. Yeah, that's really what it comes down to. Um, but I guess leading into the next question, perfect segue. So, um, when it comes to standing out on social media. What would you advise new content creators to do? Yeah, so I would say definitely be yourself. One thing that I would say, not just because I love the Lord, but because people, I think this is somewhat where people go wrong. So you can totally be yourself and cuss, right? Totally. People might love that. But what I have found is that sometimes you can limit yourself and your reach from other people from from different age groups, even though you want to be you want to make sure you're like talking to a specific group. Right. But I've noticed that people um, they don't really filter themselves. I like to say like PG, PG 13 max, you know, when it comes to the content that you that you share and even down like to the the outfits you wear, if it's too explicit, you're going to automatically remove a certain type out or a certain group out when you could just like not include it and include more people. Um, so that's just, that's just the way I see it. Now, when it comes to like targeting a certain type, you want to speak to that person, but I'm just saying like, overall, I think it's important to, again, set your boundaries. Like, okay, what will I share? What will I not share? Am I going to cuss in my content? Am I going to show my body? Am I going to like turn around and flaunt my backside or, Whatever, whatever it is going to be your own conviction. Um, but yeah, that's what I would say. People go wrong. They just kind of like don't they don't have um, any sort of like filter, which can work for some people. A hundred percent. hundred percent. Yeah, because I know some coaches that like <laughs> if I say what I was going to say, you'll, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, they don't care at all. It may still make their money and that's fine. Um, but yeah. Anyway, sorry. You, y'all go ahead. <laughs> we can just use Tony Robbins as an example. There we Tony, go. Tony, you know, he, there we he go, Tony Robbins. 
Yeah, it yeah, worked. yeah. And then um, what's his name? Oh my gosh, uh, Gary Ginner. Again, Gary V. Gary yep. yep, Gary V. Him too. Um, yeah. But when you're when you're starting out, it's like again, be yourself. Be yourself. Don't try to use a That's, gimmick. Like, yeah. Don't. Yeah. Yeah. If it's not, if it doesn't come natural to you, don't do it. If it's not natural to you, don't, don't do it. Yeah. It's going to sound fake. Yeah. Yeah. I, there's a content creator I know. And when she shows her body off, it looks so uncomfortable. It looks like she's being forced to do it and she's not, but it just, <laughs> it looks, it looks so forced. And I would rather her just be comfortable and covered up. Because that's, I would be like, oh my gosh, so cute. But because it's like, she's trying to be a little scandalous to attract those people. It's does it's not coming natural to her. Now, if that yeah. was a natural thing for her and she was comfortable and showing off, then okay, that works for you. So I would say don't do anything that feels unnatural. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. And that can like mean with so many things, like you said, yeah. body, language, anything. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Stop doing things that are just yeah not showing off your money, right. what your belongings, every whatever. Time. Yeah, yeah. Every time exactly. you go shopping, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, or the money, the. No, no, no. You're you're good. Listen, I'm talking about the <laughs> men out here that'll be like flexing in front of a car, yeah. like. DM yeah. me now and about crypto. No, <laughs> trying to make some money. No, yeah. That's so funny that person that does that. And every time he does it, I'm just like, why? Why? What are but you, you know, take- people, people fall for that. People, like, they're ha- if they're doing it, somebody's falling for it. And it's like, they don't even have to say what they're going to teach them or what, how they're going to help them make money. They're just like, nope. look, just DM me. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> And think like, right. I'm going to make some quick money. Let me hit this yeah. person up because I need some cash. Yeah. When really it's a scam and the whole thing. Right. Scam. Exactly. That's funny mm-hmm. though. Which uh, platforms do you feel like bring the best return? Yeah. Like when it comes to like getting business brand deals and stuff. Brand deals. Yeah. So for family brand deals, Instagram, because a lot of family, like household family brands are on Instagram. Um, but like the fashion, the makeup, I would say TikTok. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Interesting. Really? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. But okay. I think what I've heard now, a lot of times, you know, creators sign NDAs, so it's not like we're like always allowed to like say how much we made from a certain brand. But the brands that I made the most from, they're they're bigger brands, family, household names, um, paying on Instagram. I think that they just have a bigger mm-hmm. allowance, and some of these brands aren't even on TikTok yet. Yes, wow. you're right. And that's probably why like certain those types of brands are not spending that much over there because they're not even over there. So Right, right. Exactly. Exactly. Wow. Interesting. Okay. I'm like sorry, I'm just like making mental notes. <laughs> no, go ahead, girl. And uh, and another another thing I'm gonna just drop in there for you. If they're not on TikTok, that is something something you can leverage. Like, hey, I know you want to work with me on Instagram, but let's go ahead and get your, your, your TikTok set up. I'll be the first, the first person. I'll make you a specific trending TikTok video to get you going. So you can leverage your influence yeah. there. I like that. I like that a lot. Okay. You, you be thinking. Okay. 
<laughs> okay, so I do want to ask you a couple questions um, that we like to ask all of our guests. So the first question is, what is a question that you would ask your future self? Was it worth it? Oh, okay. Why that question? I would question? ask myself, was it worth it? Um, and what is it? <laughs> all of it. All of it. Um, I would say, and since we're talking about social media and all this stuff, like I, I hope that it will be worth it in, in the long run, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess, I guess I'd be, I guess maybe I'm asking my future self that. So maybe that's not the best question. Like I hope that what I'm doing and the, the hard work I'm putting in, I hope that it's worth it. Yeah. 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 That's not all for nothing. Right. I want, I, I want it to be for something. I want it to work out for like the greater good. I want to make an impact. So yes. yeah. Wow. I like that question. That was, okay. that was a good question. Okay. And then the next question is, or last question is what do you think it means to be a wealthy woman? Hmm. I think it's about knowing your worth. Being wealthy, a wealthy woman is knowing your worth and standing firm in that, not wavering. Um, and also like, like, like being fruitful and being able to multiply your wealth with other women. Oh, I like that. I like that. That was good. I like that. You're yeah. right. Fruitful. Oh, that that's that's it. That's exactly it. And knowing wow. your worth. And knowing your worth. I yeah. like that. Yep. Hey. Well, is there anything that you want people to know? Any last um, tips, gems that you want to drop before we close things out? Oh man. Um, if you're just starting out and you're afraid, like the fear of starting has like been keeping you from starting, like just know that everyone started at zero followers. All of us did. We all started at zero. All of your favorite celebrities started at zero followers. And it only takes, it can literally take the blink of an eye for you to go viral and for you to get a a big brand deal and for your whole life to change essentially. Um, So just keep going. And there's something special that is different than the next person. And there is room for you at the table. So come eat. <laughs> come eat. That's come it. eat. Come on. I love that. Okay, where can people find you so that they can stay yeah. up to date with you or work with you? How, how can Absolutely. they do that? So you can follow me on Instagram or TikTok. It's J-O-R-D-Y-N-N dot Nicholson. And that's spelled N-I-C-H-O-L-S-O-N. And that's for TikTok and Instagram. You can click the link in my bio if you're interested in um, – If you're interested in working together, if you're interested in enrolling in my coaching program, I'll teach you how to price pitch and negotiate yourself, build your brand, all those things. Um, That's all in my bio. And I will definitely give all your people, the wealthy women. You know what? I'm going to I should have done this before, but I will make a wealthy woman um, coupon code. Okay, I'm going to do that. And I'm going to give listen, I'm going to give I'm going to give all of your people. I'm going to say three hundred dollars off right here. Boom. All right. Yep. There you go. $300 off for all the wealthy women. Um, And we'll say, 
yeah, I should have, I should have already done this, but let's say wealthy woman is the code and I will okay. set that up as soon as we, as soon as we close out. So it'll be ready when this podcast comes out, but I'll give everybody $300 off Yeah, for using that code. That. Thank yeah. you so much. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm happy to do it. Thank you. Well, this was great. I yeah. really enjoyed yes. this conversation. You dropped so many gems and I really hope that people had their notebooks and were taking notes because like this is I'm going to watch this back and make yes. sure that I like remember the things that she told us to do. Yes. 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 If I were you and you're listening to this or watching this, you definitely need to go work with her if you've been thinking about being an influencer or creating content. Um, yeah, because the stuff you said was great. Um, well, thank you yeah, so much. Thank, you. thank you both for having me. I really appreciate it. We You're very it. welcome. Thank you for <laughs> being patient with us and coordinating. Yeah, I know this is not easy and you were doing this at a special hour of the day, but I really appreciate it. No, thank you. You guys made it so easy, so easy, so seamless. And hopefully we can do this again. We'll have to like do an update and you all have to tell me about all the brands you're working with and partnering with. Yes, I love this. Yeah, we'll, we'll definitely be updating you. <laughs> okay. Okay.